Hey everybody, welcome to the Thriving Lives Podcast for our weekly Zoom call. Um, what is it, Wednesday? Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hopefully uh, everybody's kind of thawed out from the past weekend of being negative temperatures. If your motivation has been sucking the last week and you're from the Kansas City area, it makes sense. It's been negative temperatures outside. Nobody in their right mind is going to be highly motivated and probably not executing at a super high level. But again, just being mindful, controlling the controllables is always Always key during times like that. Um, Renee, we kind of talked about your your past week uh, before you got on here. I won't make you go back through that. But Renee's kind of had a tough week. She's busy doing something here at the moment. I'll just speak for you so you don't have to go back into it. But it's uh, been a tough week for Renee, but she had a good workout today, though. So that's- no, I, no, you missed that part. I have not gotten my workout. Oh, you didn't? Get- oh, damn. I know I had that interview. I didn't get to oh, go to the okay. gym. All right, all right, all right. Um, so typically, I would like to then I should go make it up tomorrow morning, but I have to like shower tonight after this, which means I'm not going to go to bed at 8 PM, which means waking up at 4 AM is also going to be rough. Yeah, that's um, true. But I need to get four workouts in before um, tech, hopefully before Tuesday, because I have that excision on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be out for the count. Yeah, that that's right. Yeah, yeah. But also, if you don't get them all in, then you don't get them all in. Don't no, like, don't get yourself up about it. You, it's not like you're falling off the long term with it. Um, you're again, understanding how your your week has has been had with it. You know, things out of your control. You just got to roll with the punches and do what you can with it, and give yourself grace for you know off week here or there. But uh, a lot of this was out of your control, so it is what yeah. it is. Roll. But with dinner's it. great. Um, yeah. I made a really good dinner. Um, well. Monday dinner was not great, but because I didn't want to cook, because I had a really, really bad day. That was a bad day. Yeah, that was a really bad day. That was a bad day. So but Tuesday, recipes, though. Um, yeah, I made spinach and feta turkey burgers, which are probably my new favorite thing. I'll get hooked on this for probably a month. Um, nice. And yeah, I was reading the ingredients and on my bun, it has 26 grams of fiber in it. That's a lot of fiber. I know. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, my mistake, I didn't calculate that. Because now I had that, and then my other, like, one of the bars I had this morning had 11 grams of fiber in it, and then the rice had, like, 6 grams of fiber in it. I'm like, Yeah, what? so you're, you're just stacking up. Did you have any avocado or anything today either? No. Okay. All right, there you go. I was going to say, you're really hitting it. Any chia seeds or anything? No. No, I didn't have time for my shake yeah. this morning because I slept until the last possible minute. Well, and, um, and since since you brought up the fiber side of things, you know, just to, for clarification for everybody else, you know, we definitely want enough fiber in our diet, but sometimes those fiber bombs where we're getting a ton of fiber all at once can also, you know, cause some digestive issues a little bit, you know, um, fiber, like most things, it's, it's like Goldilocks, you know, trying to find that happy medium, you know, too less, not a good thing, too much, also not a good thing. So kind of find a happy, happy balance, but I mean, really 26 on the one meal, 11 in the other one. I mean, you're, you're getting that, that 30 to 40 grams. So that's, that's perfect. There's a lot of days where I'll have, you know, upwards of 40 grams that doesn't seem to really ever bother my digestion. So that's not a big problem, but uh, yeah, just, just be mindful of that make sure you're getting enough fiber in, you know, if you're following your nutrition plan, it's laid out there for you perfectly. You know, I'll have a lot of people say, Hey, how do I get all my fiber in? Well, First off, you know, if you, if you follow the nutrition plan, you're hitting that because I'm making sure on your nutrition plan. And so is Renee that you're going to have enough fiber. But then also, you know, we said, talked about this a couple of weeks ago using Thriving Lives Kitchen. Um, there's a whole fiber section on there of other ways to get fiber in. Sounds like Renee has some, some, um, some buns that she could recommend as well that have a ton of fiber. I don't know if I would recommend that. I mean, they're not bad, but the person okay. that's not gluten-free is not going to want them. I got you. That, that um, 
But there's, yeah, I think they put like Silum Husk in there. Silum Husk, yeah. Uh, um, is it Silum? Silum, Silum. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's Silum. That's how I pronounce it at least. Uh, definitely, definitely not Silum. <laughs> I can't read. It's fine. Anyway, uh, but yeah, yeah. So, so there's a little, little bonus tidbit on fiber. Um, thinking about my last week. Uh, yeah, how's your week been? You car back? Yeah, car, car is back and working, working well. Um, I don't know. It was a pretty good week. Um, Chiefs won. Got, got it. Got a good workout in with Lola. That was a lot of fun. Um, she almost giggled today. I think it was a giggle, but it was so brief and I wasn't paying attention right when she did it. So I was trying to like get her on camera to do it again. (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't recreate it. Um, so, but that's a good step that I'm excited. Hopefully she gets to actually giggle and, and laugh for the coming weeks. That'll be, uh, that'll be awesome. So, you know, that was good, you know, definitely still trying to find my rhythm with, you know, having Lola full-time and Nicole being at work Tuesdays, Nicole's at least home from work, but the other days it's, uh, it's a lot, but also I'm enjoying every second of it out running errands. She went to um, a post office with me today. She went to, um, where else she go with me? Went to the car wash, went to O'Reilly auto parts. Here, car wash is supposed to snow again. When? Not for like a week. No, someone told me it's supposed to snow tomorrow. Well, they didn't look at the weather for Kansas City or I looked at the wrong city because I don't think it's supposed to. But regardless, I need to get the car cleaned anyway. So I got that done, did some O'Reilly stuff. So yeah, Lola just goes everywhere with me. She's a good, easy baby to uh, to conquer life with. But um, I think that's about it though. Yeah, workout from home a couple of days ago, whatever day that was when it was crazy cold outside and Monday maybe. Monday? Yeah, I think it was Monday. Monday. Yeah, it was snowing. I didn't even know it was supposed to be snowing. I was going to take her to the gym, and then I was like, you know what? On second thought, no reason <laughs> getting her out in you know negative temperatures with snow, with you know just our Honda Accord at that time instead of our SUV. So I was like, I don't want to risk it. So I just did a good home workout, which was really solid. My legs are in um, excruciating pain the last couple of days, so it was a decent workout at least. But um, anyway, though, so today's topics that we're going to be talking about um, number one um, is mindset. Um, and I have something to kind of read off of for that, for that quick talk. And then we're going to talk about lifestyle sessions, which I posted. Um, I sent some individual messages out to people who's, who showed me interest and wanting to do in-person training and some other things. Um, but you know, I also shared it in the group as well. And then just a general Q and a, so if you're on the call, um, you know, definitely, you know, we had a couple of questions right before we, we got rolling with this, uh, recording today. If you have any other questions, definitely let me know what those are. Uh, but so I'm in a, a networking group. And Evan Fulmer, who uh, we did a, a Zoom call months ago, he's a finance, he's my financial advisor. He's a financial advisor as well, um, and he is our like educator coordinator in this networking group. And so he actually, I can't take full credit for this, but so um, the power of mindset is kind of what he spoke on today. So I've got pretty much nine kind of steps or or points in terms of the power of mindset. So I'm just going to kind of read off some of this, and I'll break off into my own kind of take on it. But so. Um, let me just start, start reading real quick. A positive mindset can move mountains. Attitude is important in business um, or in our case, you know, health and fitness and things of that nature. It directly influences, you know, productivity, um, customer service, overall performance, things of that nature. Again, this is a business group. So that's why some of this is more business centered. Um, your your attitude can significantly impact your perception of the world as well as how others perceive you as well. Um, so the new year is a good time to, uh, you know, reflect and start taking action and staying motivated. So here's some tips on staying motivated. Um, Number one, know your why. 
Um, this is one of those questions that's on everybody's questionnaire when they first, you know, are, are, are looking to join TLF. And that's something that Renee and I talk about on those console calls as well as really, you know, diving into what is your why? Could it be for just vanity's sake? You know, for some people, that is what it is. For a lot of people in this group, it's they have children and they want to be a healthy role model. For other people, it's they used to be confident. They used to feel good all the time. And now they no longer feel confident or feel good all the time. It could just be digestion issues. It could be, you know, any of those things. But really diving into what is your actual why of why you're here and why this is important to you, not just today and this week and this month and this year, but in five years from now and 10 years and 20 years from now, why is this stuff important? So know your why. Uh, the, dance, uh, the answer for that is different for everybody, of course. Um, but until you know your answer, nothing's really going to, to really change for you. Um, so that is, is crucial to figure out what is, what is your why. Um, reorganize your life according to your why. So this is, you know, you joining TLF. This is you start starting to merge um, healthy, positive changes into your life. So reorganize your life according to your why. Write down specific plans for how to achieve this goal through current commitments. Um, so what I like to look at this, though, as, you know, figure out what is what does your schedule look like and how can we start merging things into it? Um, right now, um, what are those actionable steps? So thinking about what your why is and what your goal is that you're working for, what are those actionable things that you need to do on a consistent basis? Again, it doesn't be perfect in every single day, but what consistently should you be doing? Um, number three is use reminders to remember that why and stay focused on your goals. So again, when you're filling this out on your questionnaire, when we're having conversations on here or within your check-ins and things of that nature, Renee and I are gonna remind you of your why, but it's important for you to keep that in the forefront of your mind as well. We're gonna remind you when it makes sense for us to, but you need to keep those things in your head on a daily basis. Um, and eventually it becomes automatic and you start you know, just living what you should be doing, but you've gotta keep those things in the forefront of your mind. You can't stay motivated if you keep forgetting what your why is. So create those personal motivators that help you stay focused on this goal. Um, number four is do what you love and love what you do. Um, this is kind of like falling, falling in love with, with the process. If you're so just dead set on what the end goal is, you know, the destination, you're missing all the, all the fun along. You're missing all those, um, you know, checkpoints along the way, all those small wins along the way, um, you know, things of that nature. You might want to lose 20 pounds, but also your digestion was, was wrecked when you first came to TLF. If you're no longer bloating, if you're having daily bowel movements, things of that nature, even if we're not to your end goal of losing that 20 pounds, we've already improved your digestion. So that is a huge win. And it's important that we, you know, stop when we reflect on that. And that's why in those check-ins, we're asking you, what are some wins from this week? We're asking you to reflect on all these different, you know, components of your life so we can recognize, have you made progress in all these other ways, not just what the damn scale says. Um, number five is reevaluate when needed. Um, these tips and your original strategy won't keep you going forever. Um, occasionally take a moment to reevaluate your life according to your goal. So again, this comes down to our weekly check-ins and things of that nature. But sometimes you kind of get lost. Um, you know, I feel like the last couple of months are one of those times where we kind of get lost in what our why is because we're so caught up in the rest of our life and the holidays and things of that nature. So, you know, hopping on, I've had a handful, actually more than a handful, I've had probably two or three handfuls of clients that have said, hey, can we hop a phone call? Or I've asked them to over the past couple of weeks, just just reading through their, their check-ins or lack thereof, but they've kind of lost sight of what their goals are. Um, so those phone calls are always, always helpful. Renee, Renee and I are both always, you know, willing and ready to hop on those calls and help you kind of get back on it. Um, number six is celebrate success when planning your goal setting strategy. Don't forget to include those milestones. Again, this comes back to our check-ins. 
Renee and I talk about this every single week, but um, I've already circled back to check-in importance with almost all of these right here. If you're doing your consistent weekly check-ins, then you're you're not just just you know crushing your health and fitness goals, but you're you're staying motivated. You're staying focused on all these um, things that we're talking about here. I Number think the seven, thing is too is like it. Even if you had a bad week, well, <laughs> obviously Marcus and I say this every week, but if you have a bad week, don't just not check in. Like, first of all, Marcus and I have no idea what happened in your week. So you not checking in, just we can't help you. So why are we there if you're not yeah. going to check in? Second of all, at the very minimum, if you did nothing right that week, which is probably not even the case, you at least are able to then reflect on and own up to it and admit to that to yourself. Because if you don't, if you don't reflect on it, there's no, like you can't grow on it. Like you could sit there and think like, man, I feel like shit. I didn't do what I was supposed to do this week. But if you don't even, if you, the moment you sit there and start to type it out and reflect on it, then you can own up to it and then you can progress. But if you don't own up to it, you cannot move forward and you're just going to get stuck in this rut. And then there's a week again where Margaret and I are like, well, what happened? Why did they not check in? We can't do anything to help you. Um, so even if you don't like, even just a simple check-in, like maybe you don't want to answer all 19 questions, but like yeah. you got to say something like yeah, like, yeah, yeah, something. Yes. Yes. It, and, and, and you bring up a good point with that as well is that, you know, some weeks you might not reflect on every line item in terms of your, your check-in questions, but giving us something. And, and also to kind of go with that as well is that if you're always on it with your water intake, you don't need to go into depth every week about what your water intake was like. You know, we know at that point that you're pretty consistent with that water. You know, you can really talk on what are the big wins this week, but then also what are the big struggles? And that might be leaving out some things. Maybe you never have digestion issues. Your digestion is always on point. So maybe that's something that you don't even need to include. But then if we see things kind of plateau, we might bring up those questions again is that, you know, hey, um, you know, I've seen a couple of weeks of plateauing here. Just remind me again, you know, how was your water intake the past couple of weeks? How was your digestion the past couple of weeks? So we can kind of figure those things out. But, um, you know, obviously the more in-depth your check-ins are, the better off you're at, um, especially when you're first getting started. You know, I've had uh, a lot of newer clients, you know, more, more so lately that have said, you know, how overwhelming some of those check-in questions are at first, but it's because you're thinking about all these different things that you've never really thought much about. You've never really thought about your water intake or your digestion or your sleep or your stress. Maybe you've only thought about your stress, but really nothing else. So is it overwhelming at first? Of course it is because you are asking a lot of questions of yourself. But when that be, when you have a lot of reps of that, when you're doing that on a weekly basis, then you start doing that just naturally on a daily basis. You're taking stock and in, in, in account of where is my water intake at for the day? Have I exercised? What am I going to? What's my nutrition been like? When these things become more and more prevalent in your mind, then they become more automatic and less of an effort. So that's why you should go through these questions and ask them of yourself every single week. Um, that's kind of the difference between not having a coach and having a coach. It's like yep. you can have a coach, like you can have shitty weeks, but when you sit there and admit to it, like, I mean, there's been so many times when I've had a bad week and I don't, well, I check in, so it could be a little bit, those are, woo-hoo. but the first week I remember like coaching with Marcus, I had a bad week and I was like, oh great, it's week when I don't want to check in. But that's the difference between not having a coach and having a coach is like not having a coach, you consistently go through those bad weeks without any improvement. 
Mm-hmm. Whereas when you have a coach, you can then start to change. Yep. Yep. And and when you don't have that coach on the other side of it, you it's very easy to allow one week. You didn't feel good about it, but you're not really doing that much, you know, accountability and reflection on it. And so then that's going to snowball into a couple more weeks and things of that nature. And then before you know it, you've lost six months of the year. You've made zero mm-hmm. progress. You're stuck in the exact same spot, if not in a worse spot, because you weren't accountable to yourself and you weren't accountable to anybody else. And, 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 um, you know, at minimum, you got to be accountable to yourself. But again, a lot of us wouldn't be here if we were highly, highly, highly accountable to ourselves when it came to, you know, especially nutrition more than anything, I feel like as well. Um, but yeah, number seven on here, though, is record your progress. Again, check-ins are, are a piece <laughs> of that. Um, give, give yourself time to relax. So this is one on here, though. Um, this is to prevent, you know, burnout. And so what we can see this in terms of, of the scope of TLF is, you know, sometimes you're you're just burnout on tracking your macros. Sometimes you're just burnout on following a plan. Um, and I think we try to build in, you know, plenty of flexibility within those plans. With the Thriving Lives Cookbook, you know, we, that's why we, if you're listening to these uh, these, these podcasts, these Zoom calls, we try to give you guys lots of, of understanding that there is a hundred different pivots that we could make and changes that we could make. And that might just be, hey, this week, eat intuitively. This week, just focus on getting three good servings of protein a day. Like, I'll make those suggestions all day long to a lot of different people, but the only way that I can make those suggestions is if you're checking in and communicating where you're at with it. Um, but again, give yourself time to relax. So it could be that it could be, you know, uh, a lot of you guys, you know, will will schedule and deload weeks and things of that nature. Um, and sometimes that comes right at the right time, but sometimes you just need your own week to kind of just go through the motions and, or maybe step outside of the gym. Maybe that's leading to, to a little bit of burnout because you're just so focused on on whatever that that goal is that you're working towards. Sometimes just breaking out of that. This time of year, it's a little bit harder to do. Uh, but like in the springtime, summertime, fall time, I mean, get out and go go on a hike, go go paddleboarding, go in, in a damn canoe, you know, go walk the dogs and in, in some trails and stuff of that nature. Like find ways to mix up that exercise. You know, we we want to we want to adopt a a movement mindset, you know, living in motion is what we should be trying to do, whatever that looks like. It could be in the gym hundred percent of the time, or it could just be flexible. Some days are in the gym. Some days is out of the gym. Some days it's doing a home workout with, with your daughter. Like I did a couple of days ago, you know, it's finding those different ways to be active. I also got, because I'm not teaching PE anymore. And I went from getting 15 to 20,000 steps a day and playing sports all day long with kids at elementary school now I'm more sedentary, especially when it's cold like this and I can't go on my you know daily two to three walks like I usually would when it's a little bit nicer out. So I got a stationary bike here in my office that I actually I have a stand up desk so I can raise this up. I can put the bike underneath it and, 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 and pedal for a little while um, or I can just get back there. You know, first thing in the morning, I like to come down and hop on the bike and, and get a sweat and get some blood flowing so I can get started with the day. Um, I don't know how I got on the topic of that but my, oh, oh my point is, is that it doesn't have to We're be on anything. rest <laughs> it doesn't have to be on the gym now yeah you're right but but in, in terms of this though it's it's just getting out of whatever's causing you more stress um but that could just be you know sundays are my favorite day to do absolutely nothing you know i might go to the gym in the morning but then after that it's i'm on the couch binge watching whatever for eight straight hours or playing video games or doing absolutely nothing you've got to build that stuff out and be intentional about it um just as much as you do the positive, you know, the other, you know, fitness components and things like that. Um, and then number nine on here is recruit help. 
So that could be recruit the help of, you know, coaches like Renee and I, that could be friends to help you stay motivated. You know, that could be if you, you know, work in an office setting and you have a couple of close friends, if you're doing similar things as them or vice versa, then you can be moving together, you know, in a positive way. You have other accountability partners in there. I think the more people you can include in your journey, the better. I've had some clients in the past that they, this, this is definitely not for everybody, but they would post their progress every single week um, on, on, you know, Facebook and things of that nature, because that, that external accountability of having, you know, knowing others that are potentially following along with your journey, it gives you that little extra incentive to kick some ass this week. So you can post about it next week. Um, again, that's not going to work for everybody. Most people probably don't want to get on Facebook and post whatever their progress is, even if it's not progress pictures, just post, you know, about their journey. Um, but, but you can still do it within your, within your family, within your friend group and things of that nature. Um, doing this alone, uh, you know, is very, very tough to do. Um, so definitely recruit that help, but, you know, so those are some tips on, you know, having, um, a, a powerful mindset. Those are tips on you staying motivated. Um, and a lot of those things are already built into, um, thriving lives and everything we're doing here. And it um, just takes time too. Yeah. Um, you have to yeah. consistently, I think I say this a lot from the one podcast I heard you are what you repeat. So repeatedly do those things and you'll get there, but you're not going to be there at first and that's okay. Definitely. A hundred percent. Um, I'll pause on that before we dive into the lifestyle sessions and uh, any other Q and a, but anything, you know, spark a thought, a question, a comment on any of the things we just chatted about. I know here in the comments, Daryl said, uh, so real talking about, um, I think Renee, you were talking about, you know, checking in after the not so good weeks and how important that is and crucial it is to our journeys. Um, anybody else have any thoughts, questions on any of that stuff? Alrighty. Well, if you do definitely interrupt me and, and, uh, we can, we can address that. But so now we'll dive into, uh, our second topic of the night though, talking about lifestyle sessions. So, um, right now, um, first R Renee, you're not doing lifestyle sessions yet. Something that you're, you're going to do, but right now, Renee, you're in the middle of transitioning some job situations. Um, but you're also, uh, you're getting certified actually you have like three or four different things you're working on <laughs> new certifications, which is awesome. And that, that is super important for you to do. So in order to uh, still allow yourself to rest and still allow yourself in to, order to grow. Yeah, exactly. I have to so, get more experience and more certifications yeah, and a hundred percent. 100%. Yeah. So right now, Renee is not doing the lifestyle sessions, but it's definitely uh, with the intent that once we get those certifications and whatnot, then yeah, yeah, we, we definitely will. Uh, but, you know, Renee actually kind of helped me formulate what these would look like as well. Um, but so first and foremost, and I did send out the link, the Canva link to all these um, as well. They're in the group if you didn't see those. Um, but so there are three, actually kind of like four lifestyle sessions on here. So First and foremost, uh, we have one-on-one -on -one in person training. Now, I predominantly train in person clients. I haven't the past couple of months since Lola arrived, um, but as of this not this Saturday, but next Saturday, I'll be back in the gym and um, be kind of posting about this. So I'll kind of tell you about how that'll look like in the uh, the lifestyle sessions group. If you're not in that group, um, let me know and I can add you to it on the training app there. So essentially, though. 
what I plan on doing and what Renee will do as well once she is ready to start taking these on as well is each week we will post our availability. So it used to be when I was doing in-person training a lot in the gym, it was, I had set hours, you know, it was like five to eight o'clock on Tuesdays. It was certain hours on Saturdays, which those are usually my, my more consistent hours, but I might have other weeks where I have more availability, you know, on, on Thursday nights or the Thursday mornings, whatever that looks like uh, for people as well. So I'll post my availability for that coming week, or maybe even for the, the two upcoming weeks to give people a little more time to kind of plan ahead for things. Um, and then you can book a lifestyle session if you would like to. Um, so first we're talking about one-on-one in-person training. So like I said before, I train out of body shop gym in Overland park. There's also another location in Lee summit, but, but uh, the Overland park location is my, my main gym that I train out of. Um, now how that would work if you decide to come there and train with me Um Essentially, we would get you in there. I'd have to have you, you know, sign waivers and things of that nature once you get in there. And then essentially you would pay uh, the $80 training fee to Body Shop Gym. Um, and that's, you know, easy to do. Just run your card real quick and then we'd get rocking and rolling. Um, so there's that option. The second option is- Do they is need I, a membership or they do, do they not, need just a one day? They do not need a membership. And because you're paying for the in-person training session, you won't have to pay for a day pass. You're just paying for that one time a training session with me. And then we can, of course, do more than that um, if you want to do it. Now, if you wanted to make that a weekly thing or a more consistent thing, you would need to sign up with a PT gym membership there if we're going to make it a consistent thing. If this is just a one-off, you know, once every now and then type of thing, then you're just paying for that one training session to the gym and that's it. Um, the second option is, is I can come with you to work out. Now, if I was to come to somebody's gym, let's say we're going to go to Genesis and Liberty, because I'm not a trainer at those gyms, I will pretty much have to work out with you. Um, you know, as if you were my aunt that I'm showing how to work out, but I'm actually doing the workouts with you as if you're my friend that I'm working out with, you know, it essentially be like that if we're going to be doing that. But honestly, I feel like I'm a best, better personal trainer when I'm working out with somebody just because there are 50 more cues that I can give when I'm actually training myself, cues that maybe I'm not thinking to say until I'm actually feeling it myself, plus the demonstration side of things as well. Um, so I personally, you know, my favorite training sessions with clients are the ones where I'm actually working out with them for that exact reason. Um, so that that's another option as well. Um, if you have a home gym um, that you train out of, I can also come there and do that. Now, if you do live, you know, 25 minutes away from essentially where I'm at, then there's an additional $20 fee just for driving fee and things of that nature. Now, if I'm coming to you, this is going to require a little bit more kind of back and forth and figuring out what the schedule would look like depending on your location. Um, but so really all these are going to require some of that back and forth communication, obviously, because we got to line up when we're going to do this, where we're going to do that and things of that nature. Um, but so that is kind of what that looks like for the in-person training. Those are all hour long sessions. Um, we might go a little bit past the hour, but either way, it'll be a, a pretty good an hour. The way I could see this being, being utilized, um, maybe you just need the extra push. You know, you've been kind of going through a lull recently and you haven't really been ramping things up much, it would be good for that motivation and kind of up the intensity of, of your workouts. It would be great if you have, if it's a new training program that you're on, maybe you don't have a lot of experience in the gym, you know, doing two or three of these, we could break down you, what your workout plan looks like. We could break down specific exercises. You know, if you're having trouble, I have a lot, you know, some clients on here that struggle with, with back day and really feeling those movements. So we could go do a back workout together and then I can obviously give feedback more and we can tweak some things. That's always good with that. Another thing as well is, you know, if you feel like you're crushing in the gym 
and your nutrition's been consistent, but you're just not seeing the physical changes that you really want to see. You're not seeing the muscle growth. You're not seeing the fat loss like you want to see it or better definition. Maybe you're not feeling it in certain muscles, whatever the case is, um, just to see what, how you can actually ramp up the intensity. Um, the, the handful of clients that I've actually worked out with before um, realized that they weren't really pushing themselves. You know, if they were doing three sets of 10 with, let's just say for easy example, you know, a dumbbell bench press, they were able to complete their three sets of 10 and then move on to the next exercise. But when they were training with me, I wouldn't allow them just to pick a weight that they can just get 10 reps with. You're going to have to struggle to get those 10 reps. And we're and, that, and, that, and those types of reps, those types of sets are how we're actually going to see that physical difference um, and really see muscle growth, strength gains, things of that nature when we're actually pushing ourselves. Um, just showing and I'll speak on that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you have someone right there with you telling you you can lift heavier you can lift heavier and then you start to believe it like when you're on your own like marcus and i worked out maybe two one two yeah, one of the times we, we had intentions to do a lot more but yeah we, we but, didn't realize how much or how long our work days were actually going to be um but since then that's when I've really noticed more like growth because I push myself more because I like, like, well, okay, I guess I could do this when I did it with Marcus. So like I can do it. Now there's still times I'll grab weights that are too heavy and I'm like, yeah, it's just not happening. Yeah. But to the major point is it does help. Well, and like you just said though, sometimes you'll still grab weights and be like, well, this isn't going to happen. But the fact that you had the courage to actually go grab the heavy percent, even if it's not going to work, you immediately knew right away that, you know, at least I would, you were testing your boundaries. Whereas I feel like a lot of people, they don't test their boundaries in the gym because they don't know they really can't test the boundaries or, or it's you're fearful of getting hurt, which is another whole factor why in-person training is super important. And to be honest, that that is one of the the biggest downsides with online training is unless, unless you know exactly what you're doing in the gym and how to execute and what your intensity should be like and all that stuff in the gym, then it's going to be tough to get the most out of your workouts if you haven't had that extra training and, and things of that nature. So, so, you know, this is definitely a good way to overcome a lot of things. You know, maybe you're fearful of going to the gym. You want to go to the gym, but you're fearful of going because you don't know where things are. You don't know, you know, how to set things up, whatever the case is. Um, that's another thing that when you're doing that with somebody, you know, uh, it's just very, very helpful. You know, it gives you confidence in what you're doing there and that, that self-efficacy to go do this shit on your own um, and be able to take it to new levels that maybe you haven't been able to do before. So that's kind of what the in-person training situation um, looks like with that. Um, number two, I'm really excited about this one. So this is our, our grocery run. Um, so this one would be essentially whatever grocery store you go to. Maybe you go to Sam's Club. We would find a Sam's Club that makes sense for where we're both located. Maybe I come to your home one. Maybe you come to my home one. Maybe we meet in the middle, depending on your location in the city. But regardless, we're going to stop at Sam's Club. Ideally, I'm coming to whatever grocery store you're most comfortable that you usually go to. That's that's my ideal situation. Uh, but again, location might just make a difference. But so I'm coming to that grocery store and we're going to go through it together. First and foremost, you know, we're going to learn how to shop your meal plan um, efficiently and go through that pretty quickly. But then also during that time, we can, we're going to maximize that time as best we can. You know, if you don't really know what you're doing, looking at nutrition labels, maybe we just, maybe you do know what you're doing. And we spend two minutes looking at nutrition labels, but I'm like, all right, they got this. 
Maybe you have no idea what you're looking at with nutrition labels. So we can go scan a bunch of different products so you can start getting better understanding of what to look for, why you're looking for it, things of that nature. We can look for ingredients to look for, ingredients to not look for um, in, in your food products. Um, we can look at, you know, what are some, some, some foods that you like eating? Now let's go find, you know, maybe more healthy or more unhealthy, you know, uh, traditional American type foods. And we can go find better options, you know, other substitutions for what your normal meals maybe used to look like or currently look like or whatever. Um, maybe we go through there and be like, all right, we're going to completely reconstruct a new diet plan for you. Just walking through the store together. We're going to go, you know, we're going to, I'm going to ask you, Hey, what sounds good for you to eat for breakfast this, this, this week. And then we're going to go figure out what are some good options for you. Um, you know, something I did for Nicole the other day, um, cause she's been struggling now that she's back at work is figuring out what her breakfast is going to look like, you know, dealing with Lola in the morning, hanging out with her, doing, trying to do that stuff. She doesn't want to spend much time in the kitchen, but she also doesn't want to just have a protein shake every day for breakfast either. So what's kind of a meat in the middle. So, you know, without her the other day, I went to the grocery store and found, you know, six different options that would be good for her to have breakfast that are going to be high protein, good amount of fiber, and not a bunch of another, other, you know, other unhealthy type shit and, you know, low quality processed foods and stuff of that nature. So I found some good options for her. So that would be another good reason to, to use that as well. Um, but yeah, so that's really the, the main thing. So again, it's all customizable to what your needs are, um, you know, what you need help with essentially. Um, but we'll figure that out pretty quick, either on a phone call before we go up, you know, go to the grocery store or they're at the grocery store as well. Um, Renee, anything else to add to, to that one? Um, did you tell them how much and how long? Yeah. So the, essentially um, the grocery run and the in-person training session, they're both going to be $80 a session. Again, if it's, you know, 25 minute drive or further then just a, a additional $20 for the travel fee, essentially of it. Um, but um, the, yeah, the grocery run though, I say an hour on here might be less, might be more, it just comes down to kind of what your needs are, how busy the grocery store is, all those types of things. But I would plan on about an hour for each of those though. Um any, let me, let me pause real quick. Anybody have any questions on the in-person training or on the grocery shopping? Um, questions, thoughts? Rock and roll. Um, all right, third one. This one is uh, meal prep. So this is one of those things where if you don't know what you're doing with meal prep and you don't buy into the whole trial and error and navigate it and figure it out week over week, then if you never learn how to meal prep and you choose not to do meal prep services where you're paying for, you know, a premium to have pre-made meals, you know, shipped to you or whatever the case is, then if you're not doing any sort of that meal prep, you're most likely going to be in survival mode all week long, all month long, all year long, and you're going to fall into not knowing what to eat, not having anything prepared. So you're going to go to fast food a lot more often, or you're going to under eat massively, or you're just going to eat a bunch of snack foods and be stuck in the same spot that you're currently in. So when it comes to meal prepping, um, you know, I have my ways of doing it, but ultimately, you know, we will, we'll meet together um, at your house. I'll come to your house with whatever you have to prep, meaning um, ideally you've already grocery shop for yourself. For the situation, you have what you need based on your meal plan. And then we're going to look at, okay, how can we structure to be as efficient as possible, but also make this food taste as good as possible as well. So, you know, if, if all you have is a, a cooking pan and that's what you have to use, then we'll use that together and we'll think about how we can do things uh, efficiently. Um, I might also send you, you know, links ahead of time, maybe 
you know, having, if you don't have any Tupperware or, you know, I personally prefer glass Tupperware, it's more expensive, but you're not getting all the plastic in your food that might happen if you're having only plastic Tupperware, things like that. So I might have some recommendations, but again, we have to factor in cost and things of that nature into to what you're doing. But um, yeah, so this will be us doing that. Also doing an audit of what you currently have at home and then going through a list of things that I would recommend having on hand at home. You know, we already kind of give you that, but doing that more in person to match your personal preferences and needs and things of that nature, it's just a more individualized approach um, because we're there in person, we can kind of talk, you know, talk through things. Um but so again, going through different cooking methods, you know, using your different seasonings and spices and sauces on hands, things of that nature. Um, but I see this is a really good one to pair with, I call it the first class experience, but essentially we're doing all these things. You could also just kind of combo it up and just do the meal prep and the um, the grocery run together, or we can do all three of them. So the first class experience, essentially the way that I would see it, the example that I use, but we could figure out how to do this one for you individually though, would be to go grocery shopping take that food back to your house, get it all kind of going. So if we're using a pressure cooker, you know, if we're using the stove or the oven or something like that, we can't just leave that there and go to the gym and come back. But if we're using <laughs> the pressure cooker, rice cooker, which I do highly encourage you use, um, then, then um, we can toss that in, get that stuff going, go get your workout in, come back and then finish meal prepping, which is honestly the way I meal prep a lot of the time anyway. Um, or, we go meal prep, go to the gym, or we do that vice versa. We go to the gym, go grocery shopping, and then come back to your house and, and get everything meal prepped and ready to go for the week. Um, so yeah, that's those are essentially what the lifestyle sessions are. And how uh, much is that one? That one, that one, the first class one, it's a combo of all three of them. And that one's 275. Um, just the meal prep session is 150 because that's going to take probably at least two to three hours because um, that's, it, that shouldn't be how long your actual correct. meal takes. That is the, you know, learning how to track your macros. That's the teaching. That's the educational side, which again, some people are going to need a little bit. Some people are going to need a ton. So we're going to give you what you need in that, that moment and try to maximize our time together with it. Um, because, you know, obviously I can come out and help you meal prep more often than that. Um, but ideally the meal prep or the first class experience, things like that, those are like one-time things where, you know, if, if you get the most out of it that you can in that moment, then you shouldn't really need that stuff again. But if you do fantastic, we can definitely do that again. The, the in-person training sessions, that's something we can, we can do on a more recurring basis and things of that nature. But so essentially, you know, especially with Lola and, and managing my time, my hours to do this, they're going to be still pretty selective. I'm guessing about five to six hours a week. Um, obviously if we need to do the, you know, the first class experience or something like that, where it's going to take a little bit longer or the meal prep session, um, those things are going to take a little longer. And again, we'll just plan out when it makes sense in both of our schedules and they'll make it happen from there. Um, so I do have, you know, these are all linked on the, uh, on our website as well, where you can purchase these. But what I would recommend doing, especially for you current TLFers is reach out to me if you want to do any of these things. Um, once you see my times, you know, uh, um, that I post, or even if you don't, you see time on there that, that doesn't work for you, let me know that you want to get in for one of these sessions. And then you and I will touch base about, you know, getting that planned out. So definitely let me know about any of that stuff. And then once Renee is, is, is ready and when taking these on as well, then we'll make that known. So you guys can hit her up for those as well. But, uh, those are the lifestyle sessions. Any other questions on any of those? That means I explained it perfectly. So good you did job. Did good. Um, Renee, you got any other thoughts on any of that stuff? 
No. Again, I explained it perfectly. So you okay. did good. Didn't need much vote. Um, all right. Any other questions, thoughts, struggles? Um, we did have uh, Jay on here earlier. Um, asked about the multivitamin on his nutrition plan and supplement plan. Um, I had on there for dinner time to take his multivitamin. Um, he asked, you know, why specifically dinner? Ultimately, it just comes down to what works for you. You can have that multivitamin or most of your other supplements. They're not going to be so time sensitive, but some of them will. Um, some of your supplements, you will want to get those things kind of first thing in the morning. You know, vitamin D is one of those where we try to get that in the, in the morning. Um, but ultimately, it comes down to what your schedule looks like. You know, what are you eating, you know, breakfast at home? Are you eating dinner at home? Whatever the case is. Um, so most of the time, it just comes down to what's most convenient for you. Um, unless indicated on like the supplement bottle or package or whatever that you're supposed to take this X and, you know, X, Y, Z times. Um, that's when you should follow those a little bit more rigidly. Um, but if there's no time, you know, associate on there, then you can take it how, however it makes sense for you too. Um, what was the, uh, I think that was the other, that was really the only question. Any other questions from any of our, our Zoomers tonight? What's up, Marcus? I got a question. Give it to me, dude. I wanted to ask earlier about it. I don't want to interrupt you guys. You brought up chia seeds and stuff. You should have. You should have remembered me. Uh, yeah, what's up? Chia seeds. What's the, what's the secret, man, to like getting the chia seeds down and not getting it all stuck to the bottom of your shaker bottle, man. Cause did you do I what I said? Real... Did you shake it up each time? Yeah. I shake it up real good and I drink it like within a minute, but when I finish it, there's still a bunch stuck at the bottom, man. I feel like I wasted. Oh, Oh, well, when, I mean, yeah. Cause, cause some, those, 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 that, 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 damn, I'm studying, uh, the chia <laughs> seeds, you know, psyllium husk, any of that stuff, you know, even ground flax, um, there's going to be still some leftover residue with that. So I'm big on, I don't want to waste any of that stuff. So I just use that as a bonus time to get extra water in. So I'll refill it with, you know, 20 ounces of water, shake it up and get the rest of it out of there and then knock it, knock it back as well. So that's what I do with that. So I'm not wasting the chia seeds, you know, so that way if, if you put in two tablespoons, you're getting all two tablespoons worth. Um, but yeah, okay. that, that, that I mean, so you, you you can, you know, some people can blend up, you know, you can always blend up your, you know, any of that stuff. And again, chia seeds, you know, um, I don't do a lot of ground flaxseed uh, recommendations anymore, but so ground flaxseed or um, um, psyllium husk, those things, those are not on there for enjoyment benefits. Like that, hopefully, unless you have a really bad texture issue, they're not uh, a nuisance to get down. But for some people, if you absolutely hate and it's a texture thing for you, I get that. Things like pudding to me, I can't do that texture. Uh, I would eat pudding all day before I drank chia seeds. Really? Yeah. I mean, um, just, but anyway, though, so I get a texture thing. So if you, if you have a texture phobia or issue with something, <laughs> we, we, can for, we can forego that. Um, and Dex, I, it might not necessarily be, but you in that, that, that situation. To me, I just mm -hmm. look at it as, is you know, function over enjoyment. I'm doing this for the fiber benefit. It's such an easy way to get extra fiber in, um, you know, especially if we have people that don't like eating a lot of veggies, you know, not that that replaces any veggies because it doesn't, because you're not getting the other, you know, vitamins and minerals from it, but you are getting good fiber from it. So that's really the reason why I always recommend that stuff. But, you know, you can also go get Renee's hamburger buns that have 26 grams of fiber and, and be said as well. They were expensive, dude. <laughs> it was $10 for four buns. Well, that's what you get when you only shop at Whole Foods. <laughs> And a healthy body. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Dex, is, is that all you had, brother? 
Okay, yeah, no, that's all I had. I'll try mix it with some water. Uh, Melissa in the chat said the same thing, mix it with water. So, mix it, yeah, yeah. Try that's, that Hunter says hi as well. What's up, Hunter? Uh, that's awesome. But yeah, uh, yeah, just mix it with water and mix it again. That's what she said. So that's exactly what I do is that I'll mix it up and then add some more water into it and then finish finish it off. Um, or add three tablespoons. And if you have one tablespoon that's still left over. Nah, uh, man, that's, I don't want to increase it. <laughs> that is just wasteful. You think whole foods is expensive. Uh, yeah, but I get, I don't get it just a small amount of chia seeds. Whenever I order up my chia seeds, I order the 10 pound in bulk off Amazon for like $30 or something like that. And that lasts like a year having 10 pounds of them. So that's what I do with the chia seeds. A year for 30 my chia seeds, it, it might be my organic more. chia seeds that were like a bag of this. I yeah. think it's ten dollars each time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can get again. You know, it's no. I'm all about I'm all about efficiency and doing things in bulk as much as possible. <laughs> Actually, one time we were out of chia seeds, and Nicole usually uses those as well. And she ordered a ten pound bag at the same time that I did as well. So we ended up with twenty pounds. So for like a year and a half, we were just set on chia seeds in the house. Um. I only eat one brand of chia seeds um, because I tried getting the whole food. I tried saving money and getting the whole foods brands mm -hmm. and my stomach did not react well. So for some reason I, really? yeah, I don't know what it was. I, I tried it like a few times. And I noticed it. So yeah. they were organic still too, but I have a whack stomach. I was going to say, yeah, you have a sensitive stomach. Um, yeah. So. Do you notice the difference between different brands? I just buy like that cheap Walmart brand. <laughs> I notice the difference, but that's, that's just me. Um, okay. I have the worst weird. stomach. I um, I would say because I've had multiple different brands, and then I once I got to a point where I was like, I'm just going to do this in, in as bulk as that I can that makes sense. But so I've used a handful of different brands. I've never noticed a difference between really any of them. Um, but brand, but different brands and different things of that nature with other foods as well. I mean, it definitely can make a difference in the way that things were processed. You know, whatever the case is. Um, not that this is a processed food by any means, but, um, you know, eggs is one of those things, just normal eggs. They seem to bother my, my stomach a little bit, but doing like the cage free organic, you know, pasture raised eggs. Um, I don't have any issues with those eggs. So like sometimes it might not be the, the, the food that you have a sensitivity to, maybe it's just the quality of whatever that is. So, you know, trial and error is key. And that's why being consistent, I know that's not what you're asking about Dexter, but just being consistent um, across the board though, you know, doing something consistently, I'm going to have this breakfast each day for this week, this lunch, this dinner. That way, if you're super consistent with things, you can start pinpointing, do you have triggers or are you golden? You know, and then whenever you do input something else new into your, your nutrition, then you can be like, okay, I felt fine or I did not feel fine or I felt better from it. So consistency index. I mean, you know, I always brag about you as well, but you've been here for so long and been so consistent for a lot of time that hopefully, you know, by now you have a pretty good handle on, um, you know, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, but the whole chia seed thing though, I get it though. Yeah. At least keep I'm avocados in there. If you, uh, if you're, you're going to toss them out. Oh yeah. I love avocados. Been eating that since I was a kid. <laughs> good, 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 good. I good, put good. my chia seeds either in my smoothies, like frozen fruit and my protein powder, or I put it in yogurt if I have yogurt that day. Yeah, I've got a lot of people that like like it in yogurt as well. I've never done it in yogurt, but that's because I don't have an issue with the shakes. But also what I do to save on not using the dishwasher a ton is I'll use the same shaker bottle for like four or five straight days and just put it in the fridge after I'm done with it. So I'll like mix up 
my protein and chia seeds or whatever. And then after I finish it, put it back in the fridge. Um, stink? No, man. It's, I mean, just like, you know, if you're using like whey protein, it'd be just like putting milk back in the fridge, you know, as long as it's not expired by any means. So I figure three or four days of the same shaker bottle ain't, ain't a problem. If you go put it on your nightstand and then come back for it. Yeah. That's going to be ranked the next day. <laughs> if you uh, just put it in the fridge, you're good. But that's also because I'm like, we already go through a damn just between Nicole and I, without I, Lola doesn't even use, you know, plates or anything. We don't use a dishwasher for her baby stuff. Um, we still go through at least one load of the dishwasher and that's with me conservative, conservatively using my shaker bottles. Okay. All right. I'm gonna try that out, man. If it, if it stinks, I'm gonna come back to you. I'm gonna <laughs> let you know. <laughs> don't do it. We'll just go walk around a gym. Most gyms have just a ton of shaker bottles that have been left over there. That's how, that's how I have about half my shaker bottles is shit that I've just grabbed from the gym. That's been there for weeks. Man, you don't know who's using things. <laughs> yeah, I wash it. <laughs> wash it. I don't need to put them either a power washer. No, for real. When I used to work at Gold's, there would be people that when I was still mem- membership there and cleaning the gym and stuff, uh, there'd be people that I'm like, if that shaker bottle is here on Saturday, I'm taking that shit home. And at, th- at that, once we moved into the house, we were like, all right, we got to get rid of some of these shaker bottles. Uh, but yeah, I did that for a while. They might be biting that shaker bottle. and <laughs> That's what I think I forget too, is that I'm always like, oh yeah, just take a shaker bottle with, with protein powder. And I'm like, oh no, people actually need to buy these things. Most people don't just take them from the gym when they're, <laughs> that's how I had such a surplus of them. Uh, huh. Yeah. You got to make it fit. However you're going to. Well, anyway though, uh, Dex, you got anything else? Jay, Melissa, Patty, hopefully I'm you've enjoyed good. our stupid banter for a little bit. Um, well, anyway, tomorrow is check-in day. So Make sure you submit your check-in and uh, <laughs> have a good week. Um, go Chiefs. Um, that's all I got for you guys. You have a good weekend and uh, yeah, see you guys on check-in day.